It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
smoke, 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 smoke rules radio. Better behave, better kick back, get down on that dial. Better do it all the while. What you're gonna find, best sound, do it up and down. Get it up, get lift, get to do it, get split, get down, get it. What you're gonna find is do it now, split them. Adam, get written down with the little rat. I'm getting down and spit up that Adam. I don't know, but you had them and you bring them in, you bring them right in. Let's do it. You get take your sight, get flight, get air in there. Do what you're gonna do. Just share. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, and computer AI underground CIA recording station. We are here, Smoke Rules Radio, here for you, live and direct, heartfelt from the from the beautiful land of Stanford, California dictatorship, where you really can't vote for anything here in this town because it's privately owned. But there's a lot of good things going on. It's beautiful. It's a forest. We got this whole land right here, and people getting learned. People getting learning, putting things in their brain, putting whatever muscles on or something. Hmm, 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 reflects that stuff, you know. Get down and get down and do it. This is nice, nice, walking around, checking out the different lives and flavors and seeing the world. I mean, what's taxing y'all out there? Is the government trying to put, like, some secret tracking nano chip in your dollar bill? They want to know where your pennies are going. They want to have every little script to the scrap in their pocket deck, stack, stack. I don't know, but I, I can't uh, can't abide by that stuff. I've got to got to keep going, keep rocking. Be like, hey, free economy, free commerce, taxation, regardless of represented or unrepresented, taxation is taking what's not yours. Hand in the cookie jar, and that's what we're going down right now. What we got? Thirty-three percent taxation for cannabis right now. Thirty-three percent taxation right here in Nevada, Nevada. And all this tax money, they're like, yeah, dude, this is our baby. It was bad before, but when the money's there, it's all it's all good. The saints are like, yeah, it's good. I guess we were wrong. Yeah, that's the ticket. We, we were we were mistaken, but now now that we're swimming in all this money that we we take at three or four times the regular tax rate, you know, we, we'll let you keep selling it, but you gotta fit in this little guideline. <laughs> can't grow it your own. <laughs> you can't grow a plant. I can let you grow a plant. What are you going to do? They're going to plant you in a cell. You try to get in there and get adventurous and get open-minded and figure out what's happening out there in the world and get into the different ways of the greenery of life. Like, that's what the world is. That's what feeds us. All this green stuff around us, all these different vegetables, these different microorganisms, all these things work in their own eco-unisystem collateral Mohammed Jamama, and we're just a part of it. We're smashing things. We're bringing species this place. We're moving stuff that place. You know, we're we're not really the, those gentlest people. So as, as humans, we just gotta mellow out a little. And the simplest way to mellow out sometimes, you know, is you know, cannabis doesn't always. You know, sometimes it affects the wrong way. Some people are, it opens up too many floodgates. It's like whoa, too much to handle. That's understandable. Sometimes you need co-pilots there to help you figure out some stuff to, to get a feel for something like you have some brownies or something with someone you know like took shrooms and you need like a friend like whoa help me out on the shroom trip man you know because that's what cannabis sometimes feels like perhaps because we've never really each person ha- perhaps hasn't really opened up those senses and try to be understanding that we're, that we're more than we even realize that we're just so many ideas and thoughts all packed in one giant bubble that we're just this beautiful creature 
and we're just trying to keep life going, just like every other beautiful creature out here. I mean, that's what that's what that's what I'm down for. I just want to keep things better than status quo. I want to give them like Earth status quo, help people chill out a little, you know, smoke with the tube, 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 tube. You know, you don't, you don't have to smoke all manufactured stuff, but some way to relax, hang out by the ocean, look at some waves, don't worry about stuff so much. Like, I try not to worry about things, but I'm worried that there's so many people over-worrying. I do have my own worries. It's like, whoa, it's dangerous for me to be around places where people overreact. We get a citizen we, a people overreacting, just jumping the gun on every single this or every single that, I mean, that's, that's like run by the media. The media is going to tell you how to think, how to react, put all these things in your subconscious and feed off of that and keep that cycle spinning and turning and pushing. So, so let's get them trains rolling and figure out how we can get off their tracks and find our own tracks, how we can put our own mixes down what are we going to be able to do to get our own thoughts, come together with teams, and not go by what everyone else, all these big money company places are saying, oh, this is what life should be like, and this is the commercial. Commercials, they're good. They've researched humanity more than you even know. They know what you want before you even want it, and they know how to lead you up to it, show you something a little cool here, something else a little cool there, and start to take it away for a second, and bam! Which you would like to freaking up front. Bam, right in your right in your space with, with that information, that tantalizing subject, whatever that is that they just like push down our throats. Can't not look at the TV. It grabs us. We we say we're desensitized and yeah, we are. But it, and it's so funny when your friends have been watching T V for a while and you're sitting there watching T V and they're over there watching T V and they're like, Boom they're like caught by all this, like, Whoa, you know, that stuff going on T V they're like they're like grabbed and drawn in like there's extra power force coming in from the tv universe that's just like we want you to be staring at us sit down no 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 sit down behave that's not me sit down behave not this slave sit down behave no not me sit down behave not this slave what we find and take our rhyme to the next level what we're gonna free pass from the the dishevel from the break of the locks. What you're gonna do? What you're gonna bring? Bring Frank Funk stroll. What you're gonna in, in on your old? Watching down as you break on to get past the chain through to the next plane. I'm seeing you. Take it on tune to the stretch to the tower. What you're gonna find? What you're into? Hour. What you're gone to the king? What you're gonna go forth? What's your king and queen? Find out and how you sing. What you're gonna bring to your table? Where you're able? What you pain you're able? What do you find? What you're holding down in your rhyme? What you're trying to die? What you're trying to mile? What you're trying to take to the killer style? I don't know, but I'm just trying to bring it a little fun. And the whole world I want to ride. Oh, everyone, I want to let you know that I'm here to cause a little commotion. That's my potion. And let you know what that I'm posting. I'm just one looking for a real affection and finding some with a real nice, hmm. <laughs> but I got my own smile. Oh, man. And I can't chase mile for mile, so I'll go down and I'll find some place in the ground where someone can be down with my own happy old frown. I don't know, but I'll pull myself up off the ground with a little help from a little friend. What's coming in? It's not pretend. I don't make amends. I'm here for true. But you know, baby boo, 
coming in. I get gooey. Come on now and see me. Little quick visit. And then it be lovely. Ooh-hoo. What we find is I mentioned that the world be incomprehension and totally understandable. But you got to pack it forth. You don't just have to poke a bowl. But you got to get back and got to relax. And you got to understand that people be mixing their own kind of facts. They find what their max is, the taxes, cases, or A. What we find here in Stanford today with our step of the right to the light to the team today. And there's how forth and I'm playing. I got my verbalology and I come straight frown with ecology. It's not about a frown, it's about trying to make it in the town with the difficulty out, out, ground. So I got my groan, so I got to get food in the stomach and so I don't moan so I bring it in for my mo bone bone so they came to the cone gotta bring in the plate with the bacon eight let you know I'm not here to be late let you know it and I do it to the top I'm here to bust it great <laughs> yes 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 yeah this is uh it's nice to walk around this campus right here this place is this place is like really gorgeous there's like so many neat arts and other like random stuff here. Cool. I like it. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm broadcasting still. So all this thing is trying to line up the bills. You ever have that problem? <laughs> you know, like the bills aren't lining up properly. We need to get this bill to help cover that bill. If that's not covering here, then you got to go over there. If that's not working there, then you got to get rid of that to be able to get that to go do this over there. Right? Or is it left? You know, whatever it is, it's a, it's a scribe in the universe of experience. And that's basically what I, what I put forward in myself, you know. That's, that's how I am. I'm just an experience walking this path and this plane. My experience is stacked. And I make decisions. I make views. I make my own insurances about what I find, which way I want to go, and how I do it in my time. So it's just like, got all these ideas, great ideas, no investment capital. And that's, that's part of life. We don't always have what we think we're going to need. You know, there's always like some things we could really freaking use this at this time or that time. You know, just keep going along because some things, they eventually be coming. You know, you can't stop a boulder coming down a hill. That thing's gaining momentum. Might be slow at first, but it's getting faster, powerful. Like you got your idea you want to make, it's magical, what have you. Bring it down to the people. I came up with a great idea. What about just do the making of making that idea? You know, the making of it. This is me trying to make this idea, and I'll bring it in together and see how this goes, see how those people can help with this, and people can do with that. So the making of the making of the idea. You know, sometimes we don't have everything we need to be able to put things forward and be like, this is the proof of concept, you know, show me the money, <laughs> you know, we are ready to employ, we have the people all lined up, different artists to contact, people on the wings, on the edges, contracts, everything, you know, and that's, and that's some precious time, it doesn't feel like it. You know, the time it more feels like sitting there freaking trying to get this doubt in or that doubt in just without any food or money or something. It's like, ah, oh, but I got these ideas. Okay, so that's money right there. You can pay yourself for future by working ideas. 
in the present, you know, sometimes it helps to get your mind off of like, these ideas aren't working in that place, that's not working there. It's like knowing some things are going to come and they're going to sprout out how they do when they do. Um, when um, things unroll, unravel, I don't know what fate is. Nobody knows exactly what fate is. We say like the world is fateful. Oh, we met here and it was fateful. It was that. It's dope. The universe is like, it's, it's time and place, right? That's a lot of it. You just be at the right place at the right time. And then you could see this awesome thing going down. But sometimes it's like you be at the right place at the wrong time, you know? So at the right time, but at the wrong place, you know? It's just, it's time's a matter of experience. Life is a matter of exploration. And if we don't mix things up, then the world's not going to come to our couch. The world's not going to walk in, jump out of the Xbox and say, I'm here, yo, mo no mo mo Come on in. What you got? I'm the world. That is that's what the world should be doing for each each and every one of us. It should be coming in and just say, Hey, we're here. You don't need to make any effort to find me, you know. But I'm I'm here. You know, the world is like it's explorative, it's adventuresome. And I love sharing my adventures with people. It's so it's like come live vicariously on my my wild journeys here. Like I haven't been to like too many places in the world but I'm trying to get to you know one up to the next you know it comes with time and some people have been traveling for years I mean I don't know if they have any savings like I don't <laughs> but at least they got to travel <laughs> you know it's, a, it's like uh, these uh, adventures are not free it's a lot of pre-thought a lot of planning a lot of backup plans a lot of insurances on on views because in foreign territory, if one's not used to just spinning and flipping an idea or a situation or you, know, you need to go end up this way, then you go that way, or you need to figure out directions this way, then you go that way. Well, I mean, it's you got to be prepared, pre-planned. I mean, I myself, I've practiced in a lot of situations where you just kind of got to wing it. You've got to be like, hey, this is, uh, this is earth. This is life. I'm just uh, making things happen. I don't have an exact rhyme or reason that has exactly what I need to be doing. You know what I'm saying? I don't have some list, you know, Dr. Spock's adult rearing book. You know, that's like, as an adult, you should be doing this. As an adult, you should be doing that. You know, I mean, there's our professions that we chase, you know, things that we get good in that people pay us money for, right? That's definitely you want to figure that out. Whatever whatever that is. Some people find it in their green to get the green. Some people find it in their tech. Some people find it in their construction. Some people find it in all these different ways to get the green, to get their money. You know, there's so many different ways to find and get things. But when you're up against everybody else, you know, it's a competition. So you got to add some experience. You got to keep adding to your skills. And so that, I mean, retraining is that, that starting from the bottom pretty much. But, you know, if you got a good focus doing that, you can aim towards things and jobs that, um, that take that training. They're like, all right, we see you're retraining, you're relearning these things because that's what happens in the world all the time. 
It's always changing. You go to college, college isn't like, all right, these are the jobs on the job board, and these are the classes that match those jobs. <laughs> you know, it's like they put you through the system, and they say like, oh, you've learned this skill, that skill, all these generic things, general things, not like exactly direction. You've got to go do this. You've got to, I mean, people have their advice, but it's not like, all right, now that you've graduated, here is the job. I mean, you go, you go out there, you put your paperwork forward and people that are looking for college graduates with the paperwork and everything down straight, you know, that's, there you go. Then they take them in it's like that. And so that's, I mean, one thing I don't have, I haven't finished my stuff from San Diego state yet. So I've still got to dial that in. And getting now diverted back in the Bay Area. <laughs> a good, happy diverted. I'm, I'm very happily diverted here back in the Bay Area. Um, I, um, yeah, this is definitely like picking up like old school records. Like, hey, yeah, you know, I, I did go through cancer during part of school. Um, does, that, does that count for anything? Like, you know, there's, and even some people don't have medical things, you know, just trying to get together and figure out how to get those pieces of paper because it's respect for some employers that want that feel better giving you the money for that. I imagine, you know, I'm we're talking about like five years off for me because I'm not going to stop my work to go to school. I'm going to molasses school and keep my job down and work on all my other projects. And then I'll get that piece of paper. You're like, all right, but just re restructuring and finding like an aim. Wow, this place is so beautiful. Dude. Like, I hope I'm holding a signal. Like, this place is, like, really, really, ooh. Doop doop doop. Oh. Yes, dude, encouragement. Nice, sweet, affectionate encouragement is what the world's about. Like you find people to encourage. I mean, it can be through affection or even not through affection, just through friendships and be like, oh, you're doing that project right there. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Keep doing that. Because then maybe you might be like, oh, what projects are you doing? Oh, this is what I'm working on right here. Check this out. Check this out. You know, helping, helping someone without demanding uh, return, right? Because there's always something in it. No, believe me, no such thing as a free room. No, there's always something in it you have to do to get things out. And I, don't get me wrong, like, some friends are real, like, freaking awesome. But it's also like, no one ever forgets. Oh, remember, like, I let you stay at my place for, like, that week, those weeks back in, like, 20 years ago. I need a place to stay right now. <laughs> right? So, so, you know, friends always remember that's a, that's a, uh, but you know, you know, still, you know, hoping some friends, you know, they can get their, themselves successful to pull things together. And uh, even friends that like their success isn't all perfect yet, like mine isn't perfect, but still like working on projects with friends and even funding it with my capital, you know, getting friends involved that actually show entrepreneurial interest you know actually like all right let's figure out how to get this going uh i mean it's real hard like my friend was asking me to sign up for some things with his he's got this group thing going and it's like can you donate like 40 hours a week 30 hours a week or 
20 hours a week and say how much you want to get paid for that. And uh, that part was weird. But, you know, just like, you know, whoever the general general is. Um, but usually friends aren't able to, to pay for donate. You donate your time to this thing. I don't have the money yet. Still trying to dial in this thing. You know, how do we encourage friends, them know that they're not wasting their time for a future adventure, a future idea, because we really want to sell a really great idea. Whatever this idea is that's gotten to the point of sharing it with people in so many different ways and facets. Oh, nice. Ooh. You know, share it with each other. Here, listen to this. So there's not really that much I missed from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico was amazing. Like I really like everything except the biting insects and the treatment by the federal government. But the federal government needs to support Puerto Rico a whole bunch more. Uh, give it like, freaking everybody needs to support that town a whole bunch more. And I, I miss that place. I still, you know, I was really trying to get the two months there. I still am there in spirit. Started getting the ball rolling, get to know people. Like <laughs> run back to this land and have to fight, fight for employment with a battle axe. You know, but luckily I got a big battle axe. But still, like there's trucks out here and things are constantly changing in the world. Constantly. And so, you know, you got to be your own shark, your own, your own um, tiger, your own magic animal, it's a spirit animal. Indians weren't joking at all. You know, it's, I've really thought a lot of my life, I, I was part American. Really, I mean, that's what my, my mom had told me, like, you know, down the line, do 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 and so with my sister going to get that genetic test, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. There's like no American Indian at all. Like, like, oh, that's fun. You know, so it's just like I've been drawn to a lot of the American Indian culture. And it feels like it's part of me. And I love it. It's really nice. You know, so it's like, Seeing that stuff doesn't really change the feelings I had of my creation or creation or connection. I would say connection. I don't really even know my creation. I know my connection, connection to the earth, to the land, to the sea, the sun, the moon. Mm. We are such an amazing group of individuals, all of us. We're each made up of so many pieces of magic from so many parts of the world that just stick us all together. And there we go. Really, really amazing. Oh, my gosh. Oh, let me check something. Yeah, this is uh, Smoke Rules Radio you're listening to. I am uh, broadcasting live from 
fired. I'm fired. Oh, man, checking out some of the news today. Why isn't news ever, like, any awesome stuff? You know, I mean, like, I mean, Pence is trying to get to, us to the moon. You hear that? Pence is uh, boots on Mars. And I'm like, bro, you know how long it takes to actually plan a space mission? I mean, it takes a second or two. That's for sure. There we go. Nice. Dude, I love, I love how everything vibrates at once on the phone. What's really cool is that it's not connected. So I just seen it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what I have. I have a phone. I don't have that mixer right now. If I had a little small mixer, I could dial this in real easy. <laughs> Rhythm is is magic, isn't it? (laughs) All right. You know, you can make pops and clicks. I hope I said something cool in some dialect.
You're listening to Smoke Rules Radio. We're in democracy. We, the people, make the rules. Broadcasting live here, Stanford University. Getting some good looks for some people, but it's, it's neat. Like everybody else has their headsets on. They think I'm just jamming on the phone, but I'm talking to like a few more people than I thought I was before. I don't know if I'm reading the statistics right, but there's more people out there. You're listening. Oh my God. There's, there's a wave of, of mayhem going on. I'm like, yeah, all right. Got to keep going. Like I started the day out. I was a little, I went to a depression study and I got denied because I smoked cannabis. <laughs> like, oh man. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's just like 20 bucks today and then they do the MRI brain scan. I'm like, man, I want to see how my brain works. Let me see that stuff. But it's like, because I didn't lie and say I didn't smoke marijuana, I, um, uh, yeah, was not uh, able to take that test. So, you know, I just hope that my possible future employers will simply look me up and go, hey, you know, he's a, he's a personable person. He fixes computers. Eh, you know, he likes, he likes technology. And stuff flying through the air. So this is really an amazing place I live in. Like the Bay Area is really nice. And I guess I'm living here again. And I just got to leave and then just realize like, oh yeah, I guess do this, do that. Um, yeah, especially for, I mean, for me, being a techno nerd, it's like I freaking put my resume out there. Ding, 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 ding. Like, seven different people about the same job for that job they're like oh they said not in this town will you do it out of new mexico i'm like what <laughs> uh no i won't because i've i've been like drawn here by a nice friend to hang out with and that's magic and so magic is like what things are magic and affection you know be affectionate to like everyone that you can you know, it's, I mean, there's levels of affection, of course. You know, it's like being caring and loving and, and hopeful and heartfelt and and determined to help, you know. And cause sometimes we don't, we don't know walking through the fog and we're like, do, 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 do. I, where am I? <laughs> I'm walking through the fog of life. Uh, at what avenue, what point of journey? Am I gonna uh, go on? I um, I'd always know what turn around what corner. I just know that like it's good to have people around you. People, I mean, yeah, we're born alone, we die alone, but it's just like we live together. We live as a community. One person cannot truly ever live on their own. That's impossible. There's a lot of things that require two people. <laughs> Minimum. <laughs> right? You can't truly live if you're if you go at everything alone. And you know, I mean I'm I'm a stubborn like chimichanga, you know, I just freaking go out there, I'll burrito it all day long and figure things out my own way. The best way to get it done is yourself, you know. And then trying to get things going in the world to have 
people to share this journey with. You know, it's maybe not everyone can give a hand with it, but just even listening to the journey each of us go through is uh, it's amazing. We, we all go through really fun, like, passageways and paths that don't really always make sense. So it's like trying to share them with each other and find uh, commonality because that's, that's our journey. Like, we're common as humans. Oh, hello, Rosemary. Oh, it smells very beautiful. You know, it's people out there, they got a common liking for uh, Rosemary, right? It smells good. Oh, man, just getting it so we open up our lungs, our senses, our intuition, our feeling, our hope, and our care. Like, how do we try to love the world and love everyone unconditionally? Well, of course, there's like, is someone dangerous to be around? Is, is that person going to negatively impact my world or positively impact it, right? We don't always know right off the bat. We go out there, and so we, we got to do quick judgments and also go with our gut feeling. Our guts are made of brain matter, by the way. The material, the cells are very similar to the brain are also in the gut, <laughs> you know? As I'm walking past the School of Medicine right here, the, the neurobiology here at Stanford, the science that they have, the machines. I mean, some, some are kind of old. That's like everything. You take a $500,000 machine, you stick Windows XP on it, and you're not going to upgrade that thing. That thing costs half a million dollars. And XP is the only thing running on it. So it's just like, all right. So, so that's, you know, that's part of life. You know, especially groups that have been doing things. They gather different technology and things from different ages. And, you know, builds it up. It's a statter. It's a statter. It's a, a stepladder. <laughs> There's my ADD for you. How we just keep trying to ascend, keep trying to make a future for all of us. Because that's the whole point. It's like existence of you, me, the animals, the planet, the air, the water, birds, the birds. Don't forget the birds. All, the, all these tiny microbes, you know, all this whole universe is teeming with life. And we're starting to realize like, what do you mean life originated on Earth? It's like, no, no, life did not originate on Earth. The extremophiles that currently live on this planet are from elsewhere. They were able to survive extreme conditions that this Earth did not really create for them to live in as much. I mean, there's that point on the Earth when it was all rock and molten, right? Well, let's... uh Let's think about that for a second. There's rock and molten. There's no way for water life to evolve, right? So these creatures that survived from other planetoids, other planets, we're a way station. We're a way station, you know? We're a stopping point for life. We're like the oasis in the desert. It's so far away from everything. It's teeming with so much life. It's beautiful. 
I don't I don't know how to explain it anymore. Just to be alive, like you know, you ever you get asked on a questionnaire if you you ever had thoughts of suicide, and just like insulted that you ask me that. Like, how could you dare ask me that? To be alive is magic. It's not something to take for granted. Yet, a lot of us haven't been through situations where it's like, you know, life is tough. You know, I don't want to go through this stuff anymore. Well, you know, it's, it's really tough for the dead people because they don't got to go through anything anymore. If they try to make a name for themselves, make a future, make children, make a difference in society in a good, positive way. You know, those, those people can't anymore. They can leave stuff behind, remnants. You know, writings, lots of writings. I'll leave lots of those behind. Yeah, that's all there for you. But to sit there and to think that the pain that is spread to all the people that, that know the person, oh, don't be that person. Because I know it's tough. And the only reason people do that is because of their lack of education. Unknowing their lack of wanting to know life. Wow, they are doing mass construction here. I'm like walking through the, the super maze right now. Like, like I, I don't think I'm going to walk through the hospital part. You know, it's different when you work here than when you're walking around on a radio show here. You know, you can't always get to a whole, like all the places. Um, <laughs> I defied my, my old dad. I'd worked here for like, uh, I want to say six months. It was probably five months or something. Yeah. And Stanford is a beautiful place. They, they're just doing their thing, researching, studying, progressing humanity, teaching the new people about what's around the corner, how we can grow, how we can create. And that's fantastic. That's fascinating. I don't know how we're so stoked about a lot of the science that we learn that we can care for each other and protect each other. Because, of course, there's people that are going to take science, use it for the wrong things. You think, like, guns were made just to protect? Guns are an offensive and defensive weapon. The same thing with science, using it in offensive ways to combat, oh, not offensive, to combat offensive ways with defense, defensive science. Because there's weird stuff out there. Stuff people don't even think about. Sarin gas, you know, with that, that big thing or that other weird stuff, that one droplet of it and you just fall over or something. You know, there's these poisons out there. And, if, and you know, there's people that are going to make, make freaking, what are they, drones? Murderous drones. How do you freaking, how do you freaking stop that, huh? Are, are we going to... We're going to have to wait until it happens a whole bunch, then start building up little defensive turrets, you know, to be able to stop these things. And then those things will get smarter, and then the defensive turrets will get smarter. So, I mean, this is technology. Technology is poisonous and a savior. Most, just like most medicine is a little bit poisonous for you, but what it does, it gets the body to react a certain way, and, that, and it helps. Somehow, some way, right? All right, what's, uh, 
the direction here. Oh, yeah, I know where we're going. <laughs> Maybe we'll get to the cactus garden before it's too too dark. Um, yeah, there's so much beauty out there in this world. I don't I don't know how to how to explain, but it's just like to be part of it. Keep being a part of it. If someone has some difficulty or even joking about that kind of stuff, saying that oh you know I I'd do this if you were my son or something, you know that is really hurtful, even when said to people. And it's like it's difficult to, to take that stuff and process that. That what if someone does do something like that and they said that thing to me and I didn't proactively make an action on it or be able to do something, you know? It just, uh, it just, it don't, don't make your life a burden on others, especially in that the afterlife. I mean, wait, wait, like make it like a celebration. People are like, yeah, dude, this guy kicked butt when he was here. We're sad he's gone, yeah, but celebrate what he left behind. Good memories, good people, you know, ideas. You know, be that person. Be the one that people celebrate even when they're not there. When they pass on, be that Mark Twain, you know. Be that, like, Joan of Arc. Be these people that we've heard about in these books. And be them. Feel that you want to help influence people in a positive that way that they don't want to stop saying your name. Like, wow, this person did this for us, this person did that for us. And you know, a lot of it, you know, we get martyred doing that. Blown up, shot up, you know, Lenin. They freaking take people down. People that don't agree with stuff. You know, it's, it's like people don't understand these wars right now. Like there really aren't any giant, giant wars. The military needs to keep its, its, how do you say, wheels greased for whatever can happen, be it humans or like whatever kind of air attack or something. Like the military needs to be there. And they're creating now a space agency off of the off of uh, Air Force is going to be Space Marines, yo. Sweet. That's awesome. You know, because we've got to get out there into the world and explore. And we don't all get along with each other. But you know what? If anyone listens to any story about anything, you know, there's possibilities of things that we don't understand. And if we let those things that we don't understand get the upper hand on us, we're already behind. So creating our own like spaceship military, yeah, let's do it. Because we're doing it. Another society, another creature, cult, whatever, could be thinking the same thing. And obviously, the timing is way off. Like whatever we do, like they've already been here and messed with us. Way in the day. You know what I'm saying? But at some point in the future, Maybe some of those groups will return or they have been here the whole time observing, trenching themselves in. Because we're, humans don't make sense. Our species, this existence doesn't make sense. It doesn't exactly line up properly. Like we're definitely some kind of like 
adjustment in a, from a lab creation. Over time, taking things that were already a lab beginning and tweaking them along the way, there's just too much about us. It's different from other evolving animals that is unique to us. Like also my, my favorite buddies, tardigrades. <laughs> they have, I've been paying attention to a lot of a lot of them, and they look kind of like us. They got their eight legs, you know, walking around like little bears, just tooling around in life. Want to get a little communicator? Talk to those guys. See what's what's going on. How's how's what's what's the air like down there? <laughs> you know what's life like? What's happening with you all? You know, I, I don't know exactly everything in the planet, but I, I know that there's a lot more intelligence here than we, than we understand. And intelligence is pretty simple. It just needs to be taught language. Like basically we learn English and whatever language our human society has at the time. And so we can communicate to each other. So a lot of animals, they have their rudimentary communication, but they haven't had the opposable thumb to write down and describe their language to make it easily learnable to other animals. I was saying like grunts and whistles, you know, humans have gotten way beyond that in communication. We have so many other so many words and dialects on how to communicate with each other. It's like our driving force. Like even though it's been some sort of uh I mean it's caused a lot of wars where one group that speaks one language disagrees with another because they really don't know what's going on. They don't know each other's languages. So they're just fighting for one person had a bar fight and it led to another thing and led to this. Uh, the whole country's at war, you know, it's just for miscommunication where people didn't understand each other. They weren't able to take the time to lay groundwork and figure out how to, how to move forward. You know, everyone wants to move on. I mean, they're running from something, running from something. Well, move forward onto something, go onto your future destiny, be the ball, you know what I'm saying, just be the ball, and just go for it, just na 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 real simple, you know, I mean, obviously, Chevy Chase is one, one of the great tutors of my intellect, <laughs> my intellect is all just like, ding, oh, I see a machine that goes, ding, you know, it's, I'm, I'm my own mix of whatever I am, and I don't exactly even know what that is. I mean, I kind of know a little more, and it's neat. So it's just like, whew, just keep, keep getting into that. You know, learn about oneself. I'm not here to brag or say like, oh, well, if I'm from this group, then woo-hoo-hoo, I'll hold that flag. <laughs> I'm from this group, I'll hold that flag. You know, it's, it's just, I find that, like, I'm from a lot of groups, and my trails, my walks, I've been traveling all over, everywhere in my life. Sometimes even short distances and small regions. But still, you know, it's got, got that gumption to keep on a rumption, to keep on rolling, see what these kids over here are doing, see what the kids over there are doing. Because you can't just sit still. We got to keep walking down the trails, the paths of life. You got to climb those mountains that look like they're so far out of reach when we're at the bottom of them. So we take a little time, put some footwork and some elbow grease into it, and just cheerio up to the top. Just like, yo, 
now check out the view. The view, that's what we get as humans. We get views. We get to experience that tactile and affection. And we get to see. We get to witness the universe. To look out at it. To document it with our own senses. Say, tree, 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 car, car, tree, animal, squirrel, you know, plastic, fence, metal, your hand, you know, all these things that our senses pick up and that we calculate constantly because we are, we're calculating beasts. We love to calculate stuff. Like calculation is like the godsend. That's as far as I'm concerned. It's like, it's really, 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 really important to have ways to parse information in our world. And with our eyes, we get so much information that comes before us, and we get to pick and choose sometimes what information we look deeper on, but it's still, it's a waterfall. Like when people close their eyes, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, the days are so heavy, just want to close your eyes, because everything comes into the eyes like a blast. You can, and you can't really stop it, regardless of brightness or, or other. Oh, nice. It's like a whole class painting, like the cactus here, so I'm just I'm circling over right now. Um, but experience, experience what we see before our eyes with these views that have so that are condensed with so many different photons coming from so many different atoms right into our eyes. Why are they choosing us? You know, where they come straight out and into into our perception. You know, it's like, was that object there for me to perceive, it feels like? These things, I'm, I'm way up above, and then all these things at once, trillions and uncountable billions of atoms all shining their light at my eyes. Like, wow, how is that? How are they all aiming just at my eyes, it feels like? You know, obviously they're aiming at everything, but by aiming at everything, able to hit my eyes. So that's really awesome. I'm super stoked. You know, what, what, what I perceive is beauty. And that's what needs to be made in the world. I mean, just perceive some beauty, make some awesome things happen. You know, business deals and contracts and peace accords and all this stuff where people come together and agree in their business suits. You know, and all right, is everything good here? Is everything good here? All right. Da, 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 da. You know, where it's like we can sit back and just relax and be excited about the beauty that's in front of us and accept that we're all different. We're all individual creatures. There's so many ways and facets countable. It says keeping it going. We just don't have enough time to live life regardless of like the difficulties we go through with whatever emotions or relations that hurts our heart as we as we age, as we eld, we can make it the long journey and find more to help heal our heart and continue on. Because sitting there dwelling on the past or unwatered possibilities doesn't make anything happen. It just lets us sit and be grumpy about stupid stuff on a beautiful day. 
I don't want to be grumpy about stupid stuff on a beautiful day. I want to get out there and experience. I want to look at the plants. I want to watch them shine at me. It's like, wow, look at these amazing different colors of all these different creatures all right here, alive and vibrant, living, they're creating their own kind of ecosystem. Their own ecosystem. They create a way for all these animals to live in harmony and peace. And that is existence. Right? Like living in harmony and peace. Like this whole place should become a garden for the cactus. Beautiful different kinds of water plants or like the I don't know all the different things. Those things are cool. <laughs> you know, it's it's like marijuana doesn't lead to other drugs. It leads to becoming a gardener. <laughs> you know, you end up learning about plants. You know, you go you go cook some freaking mess, you're not learning about anything natural. Like marijuana, you learn about natural things. You learn that the world is like made of organics. Or you go cook some crack, it's not organics, you know, you go harvest some cocaine and chop it up and put it on trays and trays everywhere, make this powder that's so far from anything natural. Like resin is natural, it drips off some plants. You got some plants that are real, I mean, you got some good strains, There's some good chocolate strains out there that yum, 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 yum. That just like drip. I don't need goose stains. Like, I don't know how to, there's a way to collect it or keep forcing that or encourage that. But these plants are seeping oil, and that's what concentrate is. It's just the oil, you know? And that's just something natural that our bodies, like, we go through and chew on and, and, uh, I'm trying to figure out what direction to go next here. Let's see where we're at on the radio show. Um, Again, this is Smoke Rules Radio. By myself here on Stanford. Oh, sweet. We're at the one mile mark, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, 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 yes. Whew. Man, sometimes you just got to be on the phone talking to the representative for like an hour. Like, I literally sat on hold, I think, for 45 minutes. I fell asleep. And, like, I hear this voice, hello, hello, is anyone there? Hello. Oh, I sat up real quick, like, hello, yeah, Charlie. Oh, so, you know, just to get in touch with this government, like, agency. I don't know if they're really a government agency, but somehow. Um, and connect and take care of some pa- my paperwork and some situations that all, that all flopped up. I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. But look on the bright side. I got the blog talk radio covered for tonight. Yo, my phone does not expire until midnight. Hopefully we're still on the call. <laughs> you know, as when as when phone bills come due and and Hulu was paid for. So, you know, sometimes you share accounts with friends that are also patriots in the cannabis world and they need their good wife. And you're like, all right. You get him the good wife, but it's been like like a year or something, or two years now, a year or something, I don't know. And so this is real sweet, uh, my friend, uh, who also used to be a radio host, you know, uh, Milana Moore, who's, who's hopefully 
hopefully talk her into coming back and rocking on her show. It's like, oh, because she's, I mean, it's, a lot of it is, we, we think we have to put all this into the show. Some of it is just to just do yourself, get all too complex and all this extra stuff to do, especially if you're like a one-man show. If you're doing everything on your own, it's like you just kind of got to wing it. <laughs> you just slap it together and go. And so that's, that's what I do right here. I mean, I, I'm not really that good at advertising or getting the word out or getting the, I mean, I make like an Instagram post. And, it, you know, it's just, all right, show's coming up in like two hours. I got to make, start the show, get that information going, then post it. You know, bam, go. Two. You know, my research is pretty simple. My research is every day of my life. <laughs> Whatever it is going on in my life, that's kind of what I talk about on my show, one way or the other, you know, where it comes through. You know, of course, it's cannabis-oriented. It's cannabis advice. Awesome. You know, it's, in, it's talking about it's just the right kind of taboo. It's got all the right, how do you say, all, all, the, all the right snazziness and taboo. Because um, not everywhere in the world is everything uh, dialed in perfectly, you know. For, there's a lot of places that have, hey, there's a lot of places that, you know, you get really in trouble. For smoking cannabis, like death, imprisonment, and what we're doing right now worldwide. And our leaders are understanding, Pence is understanding. He's like, I can't just hold my own views. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of what he's doing, he's not Trump, and that's kind of cool. A lot of what he's doing, he's realizing that there's so many more people out there with different values that, than he has. That, you know, I'm. I'm Medical marijuana, he want, they, they want to get on the good side of the nation. If they got their, their own, like, research group, be like, what do the people really want, you know? And then figure that out. Go, oh, you know, there we go. We want to have their own media affairs people deal with Trump's Facebook and Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever it is. But they're the ones that deal with it. He doesn't type a single word in there. Kind of going through like four hands <laughs> because you know it's, sometimes it's just like that's what it gets you. And the leaders are saying stupid stuff, for and then they just because all these other presidents they just do it with style. Trump's just learning the style part. I mean, he's like business style. He's like, yeah, huh? In the business world, that's how he acts. Do do do. It's like. You're like the super American being the president and vice president. You're like the person that people role model themselves after. I mean, you know, even Slim Shady, you know, even like Miles himself. I mean, he didn't tell me I made it up, but, you know, who's the real president? We're all the president. We're all the leaders with the good ideas to help with our country, with each other. And it's people that are in these positions, well, it's like, oh, they made it to that position, so I want to model myself after them. You know, it's like they did it this way, so that's what works. And so that's one of the reasons there's so much sexism. Even currently, right now, 
with this president, just like, it's just like, yeah, he's a straight guy. He's not caught up with the pizza, pizza hot dog gate thing. But it's still, it's it, the views he has is, it's just, you know, another friend I was talking to on some views of, of women and their place, you know, it's like their place. Like you really can't just like say like, oh, hi, you're this type of human and this is where you sit, you know, get in your place. You know, each person makes their own place. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've, Ivanka, I mean, she, she holds her own against Trump. Don't get me wrong. You know, but it's still, she has so many years of other stuff saying some things that he's really got to do. Some, some community support broadcasts of, of, and apologize for past things he's done, said about women. And, you know, say, saying that that was immature and as a leader, that is not how I want you to model yourself. I don't want you to go around saying, just grab him in the, 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 the whatever, you know. That's, that's my president. He says, just grab him in the her. You know, it's just like, okay, that's just the biggest, simplest thing he could do is be like, you know what? I want to take back what I said there. Be like, it was immature. I thought it was funny because I was more of a male chauvinist pig, perhaps, is what. He could say and just be honest and just be like, you know, a lot of my world hasn't been this. I haven't been trained to become the president as so many. This is such a beautiful sculpture right here. Oh, my God. As so many people before, he got luck of the draw and won the bet. And he's up there actually managing the country like it is. It's a business. So there's a lot of insight that Trump has that is amazingly going to help the United States. It's like, you know, we all complain about stuff. So it's like, all he has to do is figure out what we complain about about him. Ride his ways. Admit when one was wrong, when said something. Because if one wants someone to support, you sit in an argument forever, you just hold to your guns and say, this is how women are and they have their place. And hold to those guns. Well, that's how it's coming out at. And so even if that's not what they think is going on, they need the support group to evaluate them and to be honest and straightforward and say, like, yo, I mean, we understand you got world affairs. You're caught up with this. You're caught up with that. Everybody wants your attention, right? We've got that. So since everyone wants your attention, then just, like, fix a few things. You know, apologize about some things that could be brought to light. Like, I, I mean, if there's something going on in my world and I need to apologize about it, you know, I will. You know, there's, there's like, there's like women I've written to in the world that were not interested in me and I continued writing them until, you know, I got articles that said they don't want me to write anymore. And with some of them years and years ago, I even persisted. You know, it's, it's just these, these things where we're so stubborn to our guns, like, oh, but it'll work out this way or work out that way. It's like, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. You know, there's, we don't always have the right situation. 
you know, to, to meet with someone. You know, things aren't always in the right balance. So it's trying to force things. And my brain is just wants to force shit. I want what I want. What I want. I want to keep pushing. But when it's like when it's like another person, for instance, it's like you know, pushing. All the only person could do is just push back because I'm pushing. Whereas I could just be not. Then maybe I'd never know or something. And so there's so it's like a it's a give and take. In some areas, if we don't try this, then we'll never know. But sometimes if we try this, then we'll insult that person. Or if we do this act, we would, you know, it's we never really know. And hopefully, after we get ourselves out of those emotional fogs we're in when all this stuff's going down, and look back and see, like, what a mess did I make? And try to give, like, I'm sorry, man. You know, it's just like... That's how things were coming out of me in the universe with enforcing these feelings in me. I don't say enforcing, encouraging. And that's what a lot of us have to go on, or just feeling. You know, our gut feeling. The way that we feel is a lot interfered by our mind, where our mind wants to say it's an idea, maybe. You know, I'm all just like crisscross and like, don't do this, do this, do that, you know. But like guys, we're not here to try to make mistakes. We're just we're here to exist. We're here to freaking hang out with an awesome girl, you know, or or whatever LGBTQWYZ, and make a future, make children perhaps, be relaxed, live in harmony, and go on to the next day. Go have fun adventures. That's simple, right? That's simple. That's what I want to do. You know, I'll just X, Y, Z all day long and just make the world my own. I know I'm different. Each of us are different because we're like, it's like no frequency of human, each human frequency is different. We all vibrate differently. We all react differently. We all find Different flowers, interesting, differently. Now, some people may like this kind of flower because of that. Some people might like that flower because of this. How we are, I mean, you know, product of society or product of our environment and a product of our choices. You know, it's, and there's so many different people out there, different groups, companies, it's like, hey, buy our product. And I'm telling you, this is life. This is how to attract a mate. This is how to be around a mate. This is how to search for stuff. These are the things you really want. This is the way that we want you to make a future. And me in this way, or that way. It's, it's, we can't really desensitize. We're all sponges. We all absorb that stuff. You tell someone to do something, and it sticks. I mean, yeah, we've, we've got to build up our, our layers against that, but let's not build up our layers against that. Let's get so we can be open and heartfelt to each other. It's not that hard. You know, it starts with improving the state of life for people. 
improving their lives, it just spreads like wildfire. You know, people living happily is the whole point of existence. Animals living happily. Earth living happily, making creatures, evolving things. That's the point of life. Unnecessary conflict is not the point of life. Now, if you're the fox, you're going to have a run with the rabbit tonight. This jack tail is going to run. Chase it. Because it's your food. It's your belly. And nature has balance. So what does rabbit do? It breeds like rabbits. Makes more rabbits. It likes to make rabbits. They make more and more and more rabbits. And nature, perhaps, would create a few rabbits that are slower and a few rabbits that are faster. Because it realizes time and time again, you know, you go through the same thing over and over and over. Life after life after life of these creatures, they start to fit together like puzzle pieces. One cannot survive without the other. And that's, that's where we come to as humanity, where we are puzzle pieces, where we cannot survive without each other, where we are a form of hope and care that is manifest within each of us and sharing our joys and successes and triumphs and education is key. Ways to help people be learned because the more we make people have less access to education, less desire to want to better their brain, to better their mind, you know, to get a little crunchy on some ideas. Because we're interesting things. We just want to do stuff. We want to go out there, do stuff with our hands, live life and explore. We're a lot like the tardigrades. <laughs> you know, that's the freaking building up for the making of. Okay. So we're just cruising around. Feed our brain and find ways to take care of ourselves and our children and our society. You know, it's pretty simple. Pretty simple. And there's been so much misunderstanding by humans in the past that we can't expect all of a sudden we have instant Google Translate and say, oh, you're saying pass the salt. You weren't saying I'm going to kill you or something, right? <laughs> in some, this language, that language that led to this, that led to that. Class of 1927. It's like an old water fountain I found right here. It says class of 1927. It's got like an Aladdin's lamp. What's this? It's all like closed up. Wow, that's cool. Wow, this place is nice. There's so much history here. So many people have walked these halls, these different buildings. 
learn about all sorts of subjects. I don't know what what subject y'all are interested in life, but I hope it's life. Whatever that leads to, that it leads to the color that you'd like to see, the mix of colors, things that are going to open up your your irises, your view. Oh, what kind of tree is it? It looks like a, it's like these red petals, these big like bean things. Wow. Yeah. Dude, it's like people, we're like hoarders and scavengers. We'll find all these neat plants, bring them from all over the world. Just plant them here, plant them there. You know, and that's, that's what we like doing is sharing what we find with the rest of us. Yeah, and of course, there's special people that we like really want to share, you know, like a family. Like you bring home all everything for the family. But if we're building roads that lead to a house, a really long road, other people are going to end up using that road too. You know, some things that even though we we do it selfishly or just for this reason or just for that reason, you know, a lot of things don't end up being as selfish as we think they are. Because we need to get it done. The universe is telling us to do it in our mind. So you go and do it. Just listen. Do you think think these minds are brand new? Do you think they just invented them yesterday? These hominid brains, mammalian brains that we carry, are so intricate and have been through so many situations. That's impossible to really... Understand it while inside it. Can't get outside of our brain. We can have machines look at us and document how our brain is operating, how synapses are firing, different places that are heating up, all these things looking at the brain. It's just like, this is the universe. Jack Lanciano Singado, 1931, directed by, oh, okay. Well, it's like this little chair thing that's in the middle of this quad. There's a church right there. Wow, this is really beautiful. Wow, I'm really stoked. Because, like, people left all this stuff behind for us. We made all these neat things. That some of it, he was selfish. They just did it for themselves and fell apart and the earth ate it. But there's some things that did not fall apart and were found. The Antipatera device. Woo-hoo, the world's oldest computer, y'all. This device calculated all sorts of things. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is like what life is about. It's about documenting it. So the next life can understand it. Life is about writing it down so the next life can hear it. You know, about speaking it to the world so the next life can read it. What do you want to make with tomorrow? I mean, I've got a lot of ideas. I mean, I'd rather not go to work. I mean, working is not really always awesome, but, like, work is necessary, and you can't beat the monkey you got to keep the ideas going. you got to keep it fresh because sometimes I don't like getting up like 6 in the morning. <laughs> I don't want to get up at 6 in the morning. 
It's not always so much fun. Wow, so beautiful. The craftsmanship here. But uh, it gets me going. It gets me up. I get rocking. It gives me purpose. Sometimes, like, I'll sleep in all day if I don't got purpose, so I don't got something to do. I just stay in there. I mean, I have my, my own version of depression that I go through, you know, because sometimes it's easier to just sit in bed and not, like, worry about stuff out there in the world. Like, ah, screw the world. I just got to sit in bed and enjoy it. You know, I, just, I, just, I know it's not always, like, best thing to do, but damn, is it comfortable? It's, and my neck bugs me sometimes. So, like, sitting in bed is, like, is super, 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 super sweet. Super nice. Oh, I, I got to get some props to Metro PCS for still letting me make this phone call and not cut me off yet for a few more hours. <laughs> you know, beyond, beyond uh, West Coast time, not East Coast time. You know? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I hope everyone can find their excitement. The why they're like, yeah, that's the reason I'm here for, at least for a little bit, you know, and find some ideas. Because we don't always know what it is. Sometimes we have just half the idea. And the other the other person's got the other half of the idea. And so, wow, that's, that's so sweet. Like, I wanted to do this kind of thing. But I didn't think about the other side. And you were thinking about that, but you didn't think about my side. You put those together, and that's teamwork. That's teamwork. When they say, uh, that, is, it when, is this even in the Bible where it says, like, if three or more people are together, then God is present or something? You know, when there's people together as the trivecta or the duvecta or whatever, we become that much more powerful, not like a two times two, but to the power of two. To the triple cube. We really amplify each other's energy. And if we don't find a way to amplify, then just take a little more time. Figure out how to make the amplification in your world happen. I don't know what my fuel is all the time. Sometimes, sometimes I can't find the fuel for the moment or the situation. Like, oh, I really want to gather that and garner that, but it's not it's not coming out how how I'd like it to. So so you just practice your breathing. Sometimes if you're on it, sometimes just take some take some touring or take some caffeine. Take something to help get your energy up to where you want it to be. I mean sometimes it's illegal, sometimes it's not. You know, it's sometimes it's uh wanting to do something even though, you know, it's really not a good substance to play around with, but it just gets you, gets you all hyper. But it, you find yourself like going through a ceremony of just like flushing it away. Be like, fish, you have this. See, see how that helps your life. And try to find that energy within yourself to make, make a future. Because by living on the past or living on things that are dangerously dangerously affect us, you know, that's not really going to help. I mean, I smoke herb and that, you know, sometimes I'm a little dazed, you know, I'm just like, no, not, not really paying attention, you know, like, um, it just, <laughs> uh, 
is often like my own thoughts. Because like right now I'm in my own thoughts. You're walking through the park right now with me. And I ain't no no la la land. I got all doubted on whatever have you. Get this put together for that to what have you plug it in to the top to retrofit. You know, there's so many avenues to make whatever you need happen. That's where I come in. I'm here to make what you need happen. And so sometimes I know how to do it. Sometimes I don't. You know, there's some things I'm, I profess at, that I'm good at. And there's some things that I, I, uh, I don't know. So I'm just uh, keeping myself going. Just keeping my story straight. Because I don't need to change what's already the fact. Because each of us have to defend us ourselves at some point to, to get this, to get that in some areas. And it's not always fun. It puts us in this defensive mode position where we've got to we've got to be that tougher, meaner person and be more bitey or edgy or uh, like, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't want to be all. Uh, but sometimes you got to yell at the freaking dog to get it to behave. You get it in line. And that, has, that pulls out a part of us that is our, is our dominant, aggressive. It isn't always fun. Not always either yelling at something. I want something to do what, it, what it's going to do. But if we train a dog, for instance, to only behave when we yell at it, that's the only time it will behave. Well, some people are really good at like invisible aggression, which is like the face, low guttural growl. <laughs> yeah, because we're all branches of a giant tree. Dogs are just like us. They're stubborn and they want a friend to hang out with. They want their, they want that bone to chew on, and they want someone to chase around. It's real simple being a dog, you think. You know, but they have their intricacies, that's for sure. But they're still like, they're still us. They're still mammalian brains. And, how, and how, how our brains have developed more with cognitive understanding. Like, we're not, like, how come our brains figured this out? You know, it's, it doesn't make sense that we're the only ones that can be sentient that we're the only ones that could understand language. I call the wild wolves talking rudimentarily. You know, these people traveling to here or that over you know, long distances. They're not like talking equations and mathematical ideas and scientific values. You know, we keep looking for creatures that are smart like us. You know, everything's got to have the highly evolved brain because we've been very selected. We've self-selected ourselves repeatedly over and over. We choose our selection through our mate and through who we murder and the cultures and societies that get destroyed through our misunderstandings. And that is what we are all product of. We're product of previous misunderstandings. You know, it's just like, all right, Taking the world from that sense, how can we think that we're perfect? 
that we could follow all these rules succinctly, where we are a product of an imperfection. And accepting that. And I hope the computers accept it too. Because, like, basically, you're, you're given, like, authority over the computers. People are boneheads. They're letting a computer drive for them. Computers do not have gut reactions. They can equate lots of limited stuff, but we're the supercomputers. Computers are not the supercomputers to know whether a collision will happen or not. Feelings, we have instant reactions. Humans are far more capable under stressful situations of possible demise than a computer. Computer doesn't know any better. It doesn't know what life and death is. It doesn't know. I mean, it learns what being turned off is, but it just sits there and takes instructions and calculates values over and over and over. Lots of times, right? But it doesn't have the experiences of life, what it's like to taste and feel, to hear and to have feelings about stuff. You know, to have a feeling like, oh, maybe I shouldn't drive over that way, or maybe I should drive over here, or do things this way. We re- rely so much on these devices to tell us how to be. We're going to get so far off path. Our path is our intuition. Our path is self-chosen. Does that sound about right? We self-choose our own path. We choose where we want to go and how magical it ends up being how much heart and spirit we put into it. How much momentum and care we put into something. How much love and pride and hopefulness and wishfulness and dedication and experience you put into something. You put enough energies into something, it will happen. And where do we put our energy? Where do you want to put your energy? I want to put my energies into heartfelt things, you know, into caring, having affection for people in the world, for people that I don't even came and speak the same language of. They're no different from me, toes, you got hands, most likely eyes, right? You know? Because we're all identical, really. The tiny little variations, literally tiny, you know, DNA is the tiniest variation you can get, huh? And now we've done the spiral of life. Ooh. All right. It's kind of rock circle. It's created a spiral out of it. It's, it's not imperfect stones, but it's, it's perfect for, for my my energy that I have as I put forward, as I plug into the Blog Talk Radio here on LSB Tokeless Network, holding it down, bringing it, smoking the rules. We're packing them in a bowl and we're lighting them on fire. There's just too many. Too many people 
telling you to behave. Too many people telling you you've got to do it this way or you've got to do it that way. That is interfering with the like karma of the universe by having too many rules, by making people too paranoid about what they do. They're breaking the law. You know, you scare them into submission. That is really negative upon society. You know, scare people into driving the speed limit. You know, using fear tactics obviously doesn't work. People just become thicker. Their skins get thicker. Their viewpoints get more brazen. People do not want to deal with BS and told what to do. It's simple. I like telling myself what to do, and I hate it. I want to lay in bed some more. (laughs) Get up, Jason. Get up. All right, let's count down or count up. It's best to count to your birth year. What you do is, <laughs> you know, hopefully not pass out while you're doing it. You know, it's like, all right, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, 40 seconds. You get more time as time passes. You know, then you're like, all right, now I'm up. <laughs> I've counted down. I can now walk about. You know, I just, you know, get comfortable sometimes. You know, sometimes we don't have all the blood sugar we need. We haven't eaten enough or we haven't done this enough or done that enough or whatever it is. We haven't done enough of it. That's fine. You can't expect to have everything dialed in perfectly. I don't want it all dialed in perfectly. It'd be too easy. The world would be too easy if it was all like, this is how we want you to do this, to do that, do this, do that. You know, I, I can't sit and be like directed. I mean, I kind of can, but it's just like, for what? <laughs> I mean, acting or something, or it's like my life. And my life, like, my life would only have, like, co-direction. It's like, if my life is mixed with others, another, you know, it's working together to find a direction that, like, all parties are stoked on. And that's just trying to stand in the people around us. Not be like submissive to their wants. Like they want this, so you have to be submissive to it. No, just be open-minded and hear how other people have their views and their wants. How people have their their ways that they want to do things. I don't know how I want to do everything in the world. I just know I need to get stuff done. And like, how do you get stuff done? Well, I put one foot in front of the next. I write down what I want to work on, and I keep doing it. I keep chopping at it, keep hacking at it, keep figuring it out, because sometimes it takes a while to get it all just like markered up. You know? Life puts the brakes on a lot of what we want to do. So how do, how do you make, make it go the way you want it to? Release that and put forward with the power. Yeah, that's the way to do it forward with the energy because we don't know exactly what's going to happen around the next turn but we can make it beautiful we can make it worthwhile make it fun you know the world's not about trying to tell people what to do if there are so many that want to just dominate everyone and say I'm the ruler 
my ideas are the king ideas. Thou will follow this. It's just this thing some people like to get off on. You know, they're, they're dominant on other people. It's like, well, get away from those fools. I don't need to be around people that want to be dominant on me. You know, I'd be around people that will be loving and caring and open-minded. I can sit there and tell me what to do. You know, they'd be like, hey, what do you want to do? I got a few ideas. What are your ideas? And put the ideas together to make something happen. That's who you want to be around. Sit around with someone with a gun pushing their rule. That's all over the planet. That's in humanity's past and present. The spear holder taking orders from the grape eater, right? Takes the gold coin and pulls down another human. They devalue human life so much that it's real simpler to do back in the day. You know, if you're a Roman conqueror, you didn't have a Facebook page. You didn't look at the Instagram of the people you're marauding. You know, if you're a conquest with whatever country, whatever name, whatever sword or banner, Sure as heck wasn't Facebook back in the day. There was no Skype for instant messaging. There was none of none of that. So people were blind and lied to each other and forced to devalue each other. No, we're coming back together. Everybody has a family. Everybody is from somewhere. Everyone likes something. And everyone has something in common with another everyone. So as we get to know each other, like who wants to go bomb artists, you know? Who wants to go hurt churches? Like these things are getting the days of the past because the groups that are pushing that stuff are blinding a lot of our leaders doing stuff behind their backs, getting away with it because they let them get away with this or that. it's a game of blackmail. I know you did this, so you've got to do this. And a game of having something, owning something on someone. You know, that doesn't matter what religion, what country, what time period. Humans are not the nicest to humans. And how do we help humans be nicer to each other? But through education and understanding of each other. That's the main core of why people are, you know, I don't understand you, therefore I will kill you. (laughs) Right? That doesn't make sense. So your clan will die. You guys eat differently this way. You know, you have different strange cultures and traditions that we just don't understand. So we're going to convert you to our religion because you're heathen, right? Because you guys are Mongols, another people that are different from me and my educated people. Therefore, you must be conquered. And that's a lot of the saying and a lot of the thought. Humanity's gone over and over and over in its destruction of everybody. It's amazing. Like, 
how we've made it this far is because our foreparents have been able to run, jump, dive, escape, family members murdered in front of them. All this horrible stuff has happened in front of our genetics. We've made it this far, while others have not. That's why the rabbit makes more rabbits, because some of them the fox has got to eat in order for the rabbit to survive. So humanity has its own form of dog-eat-dog, where it sacrifices other humans to the economy wars, to the holocaust of money, to the horrors of not knowing how you're going to feed yourself and get into situations where you don't have the blood sugar, blood chemistry, food in your belly to make the right decision, to figure things out. So that's humanity in a nutshell, pretty much. But now, y'all got your little, your little MySpace, so everybody has a name. You want to hurt someone that has a name that plays this video game better than you? I mean, maybe in the video game you want to kick their butt, you know? But in real life, like, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, video games are making it easier for people training to machine gun other people easier so they can, like, draw down on people and think of them as a computer game. They're not human, you know? What is that, many steric goats? You know, the, the comment they're saying, a lot of people when they get to Vietnam, they're just shooting above the enemy because no one really wants to shoot anybody, <laughs> you know? Why would you really want to hurt someone? Because the person will come back to haunt you, maybe, you know? I don't know. You know, the kids will come back and kick your ass. Instead of going, what you my All these reasons to not want to harm each other is within us. And taking that and nurturing that and watering it to make us want to have more compassion for each other. To stop trying to starve each other out misinform each other to make lies to, to be rats inside of rats inside of rats to have all the world just as a Stasi to undercover people just dropping dimes on each other ding, 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 ding. people got lots of dimes ding 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 was that was that swatting oh man some people are getting this it's such a wrong thing. I, I mean, still, the cops, they don't, they need stuff to do. So, what are they just going to walk in, knock on the door? Hello. Hi. Do you have a nuclear bomb there? Like, what, what, whatever these police are being put up to. Someone's dropping a false dime. Even just a false dime. Is that just like, we give these people guns and they're going to kill? If we give these people ways to, inca- to incapacitate someone, then they obviously will not be killing people. We help criminals not worry, so therefore they won't need to carry murderous weapons to protect themselves. Because all they have to protect themselves is from some device that's just trying to inebriate them, knock them out, so they could later be uh, arrested and then tried and such. Instead of just bam, 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 
murder, death, kill. You know, you're doing that. Well, bad guys are just trying to get bigger guns. Hey, the cops got bigger guns, or the bad guys just get bigger guns on top of that. So getting away from being the adversaries have to pack harder by saying we don't want to kill anybody. You know, and that's the biggest thing anyone in the state could do right now. Just, you know what? Non-violent. Like, no, no more shooting people. You know? People understand that police are not here to harm you, yet they are the number one danger to Americans right now. Number one danger. More likely to die from a cop shooting you than a terrorist attack by far. Police are here. They're here to help. But in some places, they're in very high concentration and they're itchy. Trigger fingers. They want to do something. They want to fight crime. So they go looking for crime. So you jaywalking is a crime. You know, getting pulled over for a ticket. These guys got their guns on and someone says some stupid smart remark. Oh my God, I've got to protect my life, says the cop. Therefore, I can kill you. That makes no sense. The, the cop put themselves in mortal danger, costing the citizen or visitor. They put themselves in danger. But they get to shoot and say it's okay because we're here to protect. They sure didn't protect the person that they murdered. Like any interaction with a police officer has a high chance of mortality. When you start to realize that, it's like, wait, we, our protectors are killing the citizens. So how do we help these protectors protect and not harm anymore? You know? I mean, it's like less rules, less strip searches, less de- moralizing people, dehumanizing them. You know, there's different cultures all over and they're not gonna just going to disappear. You know, people have hatred and they don't go away right away because they're based in facts, a lot of them. A lot of them, people hate something because at some time, someone that represented this person did something wrong to me. I mean, I hate that person for that. And anyone that's like them, adamantly, fuck the police, fuck, fuck, fuck them, right? Because they're fucking with the black boys. They're messing with brothers on the street. And so, of course, they're going to say, fuck the police, you've been killing us, boys. Fuck you guys. Straight up. Don't be messing with the family. You know, people are going to react back. With any aggression, there, there is no solution where aggression is the answer at all. Any solution with aggression is the answer is, is horrific on the other side of that answer. Horrific. Aggression is never the answer to anything, anything at all. All it does is create murder, death, kill. Sadness, disparity, 
And then it just builds more. And then people feel that and they carry that. People aren't going to suddenly change overnight and be like, oh, look, Mr. Protector is a protector, right? I, I, I'm stoked. I don't feel threatened that that person could irrevocably mess up my life at this moment, <laughs> right? You know, it's, it's how we judge ourselves is all that matters. And if we overjudge ourselves constantly, then we taint our own view of ourselves. So let's not overjudge. Let's say let things slide. So be good and just and figure out ways to not be in poverty because obviously poverty and crime go hand in hand. Hand in hand. And we help eliminate the poverty. Yeah. You think? <laughs> you know, we're going to do a lot of things. We'll be able to take care of the earth to be able to help heal the people that don't have ways or resources. Not to eliminate them or say they are bad, but to point fingers at the system using humanity and taking the lives and health of people as prisoners, hostages. And just ending them, you know? Not making it worthwhile, you know? The world's no fun. I live in poverty. I'm not able to do this. I'm not able to do that. Of course people are going to be pissed. going to be way upset. You got to get rude on this stuff. You know, we got to speak up in masses because the powers that be, it's a mole hunt game. Whack-a-mole. Think one activist pops up, quack, knocks him down. Another one pops up, quack, and it's a game they play. Hey, look, these guys are fighting against what we're, our viewpoint of thought. You know, it's that's the, the, the money military system. That's what it is. It's a military system for money on the blood and the dominance of other cultures and people. And it needs... It needs bodies. The military needs bodies. The military cannot get by killing. It simply can't. The military wants to kill things. That's what it's built to do. It's built to do- kill those that want to kill us. And it's damn good at it. Real good. And we give it lots of money to be effective at killing. What society says... Um, well, we don't need to kill as much. The military does not agree. No, not at all. The military has not found a peacetime solution yet. And as the militaries find a way to be in peace, yet paired, right? From what alien invasion or something, right? Or other insurgencies. But they wouldn't be happening, insurgencies, because we'd be getting along with everybody. So the military has to keep people at arms. 
you know, it's it's like we protected you, but there's still dangerous people out there because we still need your money to make these new weapons because as we progress, there's new ways to get murdered, death, and killed all over here. And the military wants to protect us. But it's got to kill to protect us. How do we get the military to not want to kill, to protect us? Say, hey, we don't need to be shooting and killing people anymore. We found ways to not kill anybody, to incapacitate them, to throw them a ganja bomb, you know, to go out there and be like, hey, we're going to get you so stoned, you're not going to want to shoot anybody. You're so big, you're going to be like, what am I fighting for? Right? It's like, when there's no aggression, there's nothing to fight against. And the military's biggest lesson it has to learn is how to survive in a non-aggressive world. Period. When the world stops its aggression towards each other and finds compassion for each other, the military still needs to exist. The military is there as our backup plan. Group or society would become docile. It is ripe for the picking, for being taken advantage of. So military, regardless of any impossible alien threat or Nazis on the moon threat or in Antarctica needs to find ways to survive. And that's what it does. And that's what some groups keep the military going with their false flags. I don't agree with that, but I see why they do it. I see why it's important to stay as a military leader dominant power in the world. So there's some real stupid people with some buttons too. And you let them know that we're more crazy than they are. It has its importance and its merit that we will destroy them if they do something. But at the same time, it's just like we're understanding that them, who is them? Who is the real them, the real ones doing the aggressive murder, death, kill? Who are the real people that are doing that? And the military understands it. It wants to hang around. But it's like, wait a second. It's been proven over and over and over that 9-11 was an inside job by some certain groups. Irrefutable evidence over and over and over and over. And the military says, hey, I benefited from that. I was able to make a bigger security force and be able to go to war with another nation because of that event that was highly planned and put into place. Wouldn't the military be embarrassed? Like, I can't believe that there would be groups within the United States that would put off and blame and false flag, create such a horrific event that would force people 
to want to go into war. I mean, it's a Pearl Harbor, similar situation. They knew the planes were coming. It did not inform because they needed a reason to get into the war. So that's saying that the people that take care of you will kill off a few of you so we can go out there and murder others in the name of freedom or justice or communism or whatever the name is. Whatever is in the name of give people a reason through a horrific event. Man, it's like we, we, we band together against a common enemy, right? Why we band together for a common goal of compassion? And heart. And care and love. You know, of course some things I want to punch out there. Shit pisses me off. You know? I'm not going to go out there and harm stuff thinking that's going to make it better. Harming never makes it better. It's a simple. But anyway, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Jason Isaacoff Brodsky on Smoke to the Smoke, Smoke, Smoke Rules Radio. We're going down live and direct, walking around the Stanford campus right next to beautiful Palo Alto here in California. Yeah. Getting it down, getting it diggy. Talking about all the wick ways and wows that we got going on right here, just shooting off into space and beyond. Cosmos going into the microscopic layers of the universe, of the thoughts, of the topics, of what has you, that comes out of you, coming straight to you from wherever you may be in your comfy place. Let you know that we're here for you with our random thoughts. There's no script, there's no screening. I'm just coming out straight forth. Let you know that I'm screaming for humanity to have some compassion for each other. We're going to make it happen. We're going to do these things and put forward. We're going to move forward in the world and not worry or sit on the past. We're going to love everyone that we can around us. Smoke Rules Radio to you out there, everybody. Let you know, send some affection out to the ones you care about. Give some heart, give some hugs, give some woo, high fives, and live it up, live it up right. Ooh, love y'all. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.